Hey, hey, everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 125 of What the Dice. So, I know you guys have been hearing lately that we have a Discord, and I would absolutely love for each and every one of you to join us. If you want to join us, head on over to whatthedice.weebly.com, or find us on the Twitterverse, at whatthedicepod. Find that link to the Discord, join, and give us a hey. We have all sorts of cool stuff going on. We've got memes, we've got pet pics, and we've got the crew that you can chat with. So, that's all we got for this week. So I'm going to shut up and let you guys get on with this week's episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 125 of What the Dice. Though we were here but yesterday... The winds had picked up and pushed a heavy snow front into the area. We slowly walk up the frozen trail, hearing the snow and ice crunch beneath our feet. The wind whistles and howls around us as we slowly approach the storyteller's shack. Giving a slight knock on the door, the wooden door slowly creaks open, and the storyteller smiles. Me friends, me friends, please, please come in. Warm yourself by the fire. Have a seat. Have some hot tea as well. Well, I'm sure you are quite excited to hear what new and strange world the adventurers must now deal with. Deep beneath the ocean, struck down from a bone god who is vengeful and seeked them out. Well, they're in a strange place known as the Miranda, deep within the ocean. Spit there by friendly koi and had a small conversation with Norberger, Desna, and a strange silhouetted creature sparking lightning. There's much to this tale. So sit back, relax, and Hear me tell. In the last episode, you all were pulled to the principal's office and had a conversation with your gods. In the literal time it takes for you to blink, you also had uh, a strange shadow-like silhouette sitting there the entire time, and Faye got a new weapon. I miss anything? And Kalila went full floof. And Kalila woke up full floof. As you guys woke up, you guys hear the... And then a voice comes over a crackled speaker. Welcome to the Miranda. This underwater facility is for both pleasure and scientific discovery. Your fee of Nguyen has been accepted and your rooms will be prepared for you. Please wait here while your attendant is reached. There's another... Does that answer your question, Defibulous? Mmm, only partially. We're in a place called the Miranda, and it's for science? I like science. 
And pleasure. Oh my. <clears throat> you okay, Faye? Yeah, I, I will be. Um, let's, let's go find out about the Miranda. You sure you don't need an extra minute? Also, that's a cool sword! As she is checking to see that it, the, the sword that she saw gifted to Faye transferred from the dream to reality. Yep, it's sitting in Faye's hands. Faye doing anything with it? She's just kind of looking at it. And... Eventually finds a place to put it somewhere on her person. Okay. That's alright. I guess I will sniff the way out of here. She tries to find what probably is an obvious door. Alright. As you look around, you see the water in which you came. You see the strange vents above, which spewed out the pink strange gas. You see some like knocked over potted plants. You see the speaker above this large metal door with a big rotating lock, kind of like the uh, sub doors. The waterproof hatches. Yes, waterproof hatches. All right, well, she's gonna see if there's a obvious button, mechanic, lever, door handle. Okay. You see that this has a large rotating wheel in the front that looks like it hooks up to multiple lock-engaged hinges. A rotating wheel? Okay. Defibulous will also take a look at the door and see what he can figure out. Alright, well she's gonna, at first, like, try and tug on it. And if it does nothing, she's gonna try and spin it. Alright, strength check. Nat 20. As you grab it and you give it a hard push, it doesn't move. And you realize that there's probably a actual, like, key lock or digital lock somewhere. All right, this thing clearly has to be locked. Fibulous. I'm on it. Or Faye. She's good at locks. Faye will come over and take a look at the door. Perception checks from both of y'all. I rolled in that one. I am clearly still distracted. <laughs> 32. With the one, Faye, you are still distracted heavily by your sword. And with the 32? Yep. Uh, you start looking around and you find that just to the side of the panel, there is a loose box. And you are able to pry it open and you see that there are some wires that have been disconnected. It looks like the metal had rot away from being in such a wet and moist environment. Hey guys, I'd stand back. Well, I will take a five-foot step back. Defibulous will uh, reconnect the wires. Alright. Okay, also steps back, seeing wires come into play. As you connect the wires, nothing happens. There is no electrical current going through them. Fibula still act like he's being electrocuted. Chuckle. There's no power. Kalila's ears will be back and just be like, you know, I can technically tell the difference. Could you? Well, you're, you don't smell burnt. 
How do I know? Should I even ask how I normally smell to you? Like you? With a hint of gunpowder and grease? Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. You smell a little bit more burnt after battle, but that's because of all the gunpowder exploding around you. You should try it, it's fun. So right, but gunpowder kind of has its own scent to me. Yes, but when it explodes out of a barrel, it kind of smells burnt. Yeah, but it has a different smell than, like, a campfire does. Or human flesh. Or gnome no. flesh burning. Oh, that's yeah. a bad one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you don't smell like flesh burn. Oh, you mean I don't smell like my brother. Correct. But, yeah, we have a problem. There's no there's no power coursing through here to open that. Look around. See if there's a different lever that they're supposed to pull. All right. Uh, let me get a perception check from everyone. Another nat 20. Okay. As you look around, you notice that up at the ceiling line, there is another exposed wire. This one is got a slight spark to it as the little bit of airflow that's here is just rubbing it against the metal wall. And you see this slight every now and then. Hey, Defibulous. Yes? She's just going to point right up. Well, that's inconvenient. How tall are the ceilings in here? Uh, they are probably a good 15, 16 feet. Well, you know what that means? Lila's <sighs> gonna pull the broom out and hand it to Defibulous. <laughs> oh, I was gonna just climb up there, but okay. Well, you can try and climb or you can use the broom. Yes, climb. Climb. Who said that? The gods. It's, they need to leave me alone. Wasn't my god. And it wasn't my god. Is. At least as far as we know. I mean, it isn't. I don't know. It could have been Norberger. He likes to play tricks. It wasn't. Okay. Alright, let me see this flying broom. Hey, Faye, should we tie you to it this time? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. <laughs> You'll eventually remember the traumatic experience. I saved you from the cube. After you stuck your arm in it. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I bet that poor cube didn't know what was going on either. This cube comes up and just playfully puts a paw on Faye like she did the cube. Bloop. Nope, no idea. We'll draw you a diagram of it, don't worry. <laughs> Alright, broom please. Hand the broom over. Alright, I need a I need a fly check from you. I'll give you a Nat 20 for flying. Snap! Alright, so how does this nat 20 flying look for Defibulous? On a broom. Defibulous is not quite sure how one actually rides a broom, so he's just going to jump on the broom, give it a good kick with his ankle, or the heel of his boot, and take off into the air wildly, and somehow staying on the broom, fly up to the arcing, arcing box there. Okay. And then I just need a uh, engineering profession to put the wire back in place without shocking yourself. Well, you are not touching anything, so you would be able to. But I still need a, uh, a roll. 31. All right. So 
you carefully put the wires back together and you find a piece of something to kind of get it to where it holds in place and then you see the original wires you were messing with they are now sparking and you see the door every now and then will twitch like the door will twitch like it's trying to open but it's not getting enough power to actually disengage the lock alright Defibrous will come down and try to fix that box alright roll a uh, knowledge engineer or a profession engineering 30 with 30 you're able to attach the wires hook it all back up and the you hear the sound of this door unlocking and spinning as it slowly creeps open what did fibulous do with the broom he probably had just handed it over to whoever was closest to him no that's fair as you open up the door, what the expectation of a desolate, destroyed, forgotten place isn't necessarily the case. The hallway in front of you is clean and white, and you see posters for Visit the Golden City, the city upon the white cliffs. You see a Visit the Star Casino, located in the desert of the Outstretch. Race your truck out in the Badlands. Test your luck. As well as a gambit of what looks like food posters. They're all holographic and moving. And every now and then they'll twitch like they have low power. But they seem to be holding a pretty good, power, a pretty good pulse to them. Above you see... A sign that just says Arrival uh, Moonpool 1. What in the hell did we just walk into? And why don't we have any of this stuff at our place? I have no idea. And are those spirits? She's trying to paw at one of the holographic things. Your hand goes through it, the light flickers for a moment, and then goes right back to being displayed normally. See if she can locate where the light's coming from and cover it, and then uncover it, and cover it, and uncover it. You find an area that's got a series of lights, and you're able to, like, put your hand over it, and it'll disrupt some of the beam, but not all of the beam, and then you release it, and it kind of wobbles, and then goes right back in place. So weird. I'm a little upset we don't have stuff like this at home. Again, forgotten? Obviously, we don't have it at home. When did we even have it? Not the point. Kalila's going to uh, quit playing with the light and have a good listen. As you listen, you hear this strange humming or buzzing 
coming from above you. Uh, it sounds like it might be in the roof or... It doesn't sound like an insect or a bug. It, it just sounds like a strange hum buzz. Like a... We would know it as like an AC hum. As well as like the sound of that phosphorus. That, that very distinct phosphorus light sound. Continuous white noise hum. Yeah. You also hear this strangely... This strange music being piped in. It's mildly distorted, but still kind of clear. It, it just sounds like music. Like, you really don't know what kind of instruments. It sounds just sounds weird, and you don't see any bars. You don't even see movement. It is just a very still, stark, white hallway. Kind of like, for, for reference, it's almost like walking into an empty... Um, airport oh those are creepy ooh liminal spaces okay um Faye is going to um politely wipe her boots and then uh venture inward trying to find someone or something I don't think I hear anything that's alive I don't even hear a cricket. As you guys progress out into the hallway, you see a point where the hallway bends to the south and then an area that opens up wider down into the southeast. So southwest and southeast are your directions you have. Kalila's going to follow Faye on this one. Needless to say, she is out of her element. This is nothing forest or desert or grass fields or woods or mountain or... Well, it can't be weirder than mechanical rats. Say that now. Or metal snakes. I said that in the swamp. I wasn't in the swamp. Come on, let's, let's see if we can see somebody. I think after a while we should take her to the swamp. When we get back to the holy city. When we get back as you make it out into this strange area, you notice that down into the south is a massive frozen wall of ice. You see a pipe that looks like it had burst overhead and it was spraying water and it just froze. Next to it, you see a small little metal green box with a bunch of strange glowing items inside. The area itself is has all these strange kiosks that are empty and you see signs that says like soy dogs you see soy burgers you see soy nachos and another an other gambit of strange foods that you don't recognize picture wise you also see something very reminiscent of what you saw on god's belt which are the vending machines they are all broken and smashed open and anything that was inside has been taken you see signs on around showing pictures of these picturesque beaches with water movement and the signs that say like visit visit this island have a good time it's not a holiday unless you're having some bud things like that very for us would be very commercialized food court 
Zoice whatevers that we read about or heard about before. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Kalila's definitely out of her element, and she just kind of stops and is looking around, taking it all in. Places weird and huge and hallway and worse than freaking castles. And does not like the fact that she's underwater. Yes, as you are looking around, Kalila, you start to look up and you see water above you. Granted, there's this strange grid-like, uh, hexagonal grid system above you that seems to be holding the water back. But you see sharks and whales and crustaceans moving across this dome. And you see the faintest bit of light through water. And you realize you are deep underwater. Uh, guys? Mm. She just points up to all the water going, I... We're deep. Neat. Yeah, that's not mm. unnerving. Talk about your psychedelic whales now. Nah, my well is better. I would recommend don't shoot up. Afraid of getting wet? I'm afraid that that would flood the place, yes. Yeah, the structure, I don't know what the, how the structural integrity of this place is. Yeah, let's not risk a ricochet. Um... My arrows probably won't do anything. No, they're probably fine. Let's let's go explore down some hallways or something. Faye's gonna pick a hallway to the south and step down it. Kalila's actually gonna walk over to the thing of ice and tap it with a claw before catching running over and catching up with Faye. Alright, so Kalila, when you tap this ice, it feels like you are tapping on a solid stone wall. This ice is thick and frigid. Faye, as you go to the south, you see a massive cylinder that is devoid of light and is just looming there. And you see a sign that says, you know, under repair. But I also need you to roll me a perception check. 31. With a 31, you notice that there are footprints scrape marks on the walls and ceilings and then as you follow them out you notice that it's hard to see but even in the expanse of this massive domed room you're in there are footprints scrape marks drag marks like it is subtle but there's something that is moving around in here and some of these footprints are massive and roll your intelligence 30 20 with a dirty 20 you you kind of kneel down and you kind of do the math in your head and you're like whatever creature made this step is large and massive and heavily built because of the the scrape involved and then you kind of follow it and you notice that they have a very slow and shrug walk until you see some smaller footprints that are barefoot and they look humanoid and they are fast and sporadic and then you just kind of follow the trail around and you see where it looks like something happened and there's a spray of 
something that looks like it might be dried blood or something. And the small human footprints disappear and look like they run off into the distance. So there is definitely life here, but you don't you can't tell directly how long ago these footprints were made. Yeah, this isn't, you know, creepy or anything. Does she say that aloud? Yep. Much fine. What? Comes over to Faye. Faye pulls out a dagger and casts light on it. Oh no, this is... This is like being out in the middle of the day. It is bright and it feels very sterile. It's very, a very much a white light, but you can see everything clear as day. Okay, then I'm just going to start pointing things out to Kalila. Survival tracker mode listening engaged. All right, roll survival. 25. With a 25, you kind of come to the same conclusion that Faye came to, but then you also notice that there are footprints that are very small. Like if someone was wearing shoes that had no traction or anything, it's just a just a flat mark that is tiny, and it looks like they stopped at some point, and then it looks like they disappear, and then they're, you find those same footprints other places as either they are able to jump really far, or they are picked up. She goes, there's a third step. Look, this one's smaller than the rest. And it doesn't match the medium, nor obviously the giant footprint of... What is, what is that the size of? Like a giant troll? Or a giant? I don't know, but I don't want to meet him in a dark alley. Faye's going to check behind her to see if she's leaving any footprints, if any of them are. Yes, but they're, it's kind of like that, you know, there's a layer of thin dust that you're just kind of kicking up. The Fibulous will take a look at it. What'd you roll? 38. With a 38, you kind of like start digging around and you, you find something that they missed. Looks like on the walls and across some of the glass, it looks like tread marks or wheel marks or or something that is just a constant flow that is moving up the walls and some of these walls are just a straight 90 degree turn up and then the dome is a dome and the dome goes up probably 50 feet and you're able to kind of track where this wheeled mark goes across some of the areas so these ceilings are massive yes hey guys hmm I'm finding, like, wheeled marks on the walls that go way up there. Well, that's something new. So something can climb? Climber drove up the wall? So, four different sets of tracks. Something tiny. Something our size. Something massive. And something on wheels? I don't know, but I'm intrigued. Intrigued is an understatement. How far up do they go? Those tracks on the ceiling. It looks like they go almost all the way to the, the highest point. Do they come back down at any point? 
yes, it looks like whatever is the wield is using the dome as almost like a a way to get transportation. Like it's building up enough speed to roll roll the the dome, or it might have something like spider walk. You you can't really tell without seeing what it is, but it's not around, so you don't know. All right, well, this leads down into a smaller hallway. Should we check some other hallways or just follow this one? Well, while we have an easy hub to return to, let's check down the other ones. Lead the way. And I am taking the hallway to the right of the one that we went down. Yeah, those both lead into that strange uh, powerless cylinder that is unpowered. Oh, there's a giant cylinder on top of all of these crazy footprints. Uh, in the center of it, yes. It goes from floor to ceiling, and it looks like it might go into the ceiling. You can't tell. The footprints are kind of scattered everywhere. Okay. Kalila's at least going to go see if she can figure out what the cylinder is. All right. Uh, you see a giant cylinder that is made of glass. Well, she'll walk around it and remember stuff from the Godsfeld. See if she sees, like, a key card thing. It looks like you see a series of buttons. Like, one that points up and and one that points down. Some buttons with some arrows on it. Should I push one? Mm, sure. Well, I would say let's come back to it. All right. She goes, well, the next room over is filled, blocked by a giant wall of ice. Yep, let's take the one next to that. So the one that is directly to the east. As you look down this hallway to the east, you see more of those strange pictures that glow and twitch. These are a little different. This one shows, like, a, a human with obscenely white teeth and one eye has got this blue light in it and it's silver his other eye is normal his hair is slicked back and he is standing on what looks like a really fancy boat but you see no sails and he is looking at his wrist at this strange piece of metal and it's the timekeeper x3000 never miss a minute of your day and you see advertisements that are, like, clothing-based. Like, one that shows a elf, or what you think is an elf. Except her skin is golden tan, and you see all these strange black and colorful markings. Um, which would be akin to tattooing. Except it says something about nanotech, and always, uh, change your tattoo to match your personality never have the same tattoo once stuff like that stuff that doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense to you all right well Kalila's gonna keep exploring down the hall with Faye because this one looks like a dead end except for the hallway to the north <laughs> to the north as you travel to the north you see more signs and strange advertisements and then you see uh, departures dock and as you walk out there you see a giant pool of water with calm water so what you see here is very reminiscent of like 
a strange dock of your time minus like the way it's set up is very much reminiscent of a dock of what you see except there's no open ocean for a boat to sail in or out of you see areas where people would be standing around waiting and then I need a perception check from everyone 24 Fibrils is currently distracted thinking do I need one of those timekeeper 3000 things or not did you roll a one or just really low I rolled a one <laughs> an even 30 as Defibulus is sitting, staring off into the sky, scratching his chin, wondering what he would look like with that strange piece of gold metal on his wrist. And does it only come in gold? Kalila and Faye notice something. To the north of you, in one of those little areas that looks like it's designed to, for temporary storage, is a leg. It's wearing something that looks like fancy shined up shoes and the pants look like they are, are material you've never seen before and it looks like they tried to hide because you see what looks like dried blood towards the entrance how big oh. is the leg human okay human sized Kalila's gonna nudge Faye and lift a you know finger up to her mouth like and point to see if she sees it too. Faye nods and takes a few steps around to see if she can get a better look at it. As you move and creep quietly, you get a good view, and it's definitely, or was definitely human. The face is crushed in and. The body is limp, and you can see the pool of dried blood around it. It looks like someone hit him in the face hard enough to make him to where he is not recognizable. But his outfit is interesting. It's these black pants and this strange blue belt with this shiny metal buckle. And his shirt is just a... Uh, looks like a peasant shirt except there's only two buttons at the top and there's a a tightly pressed collar and his face is different his hair is shaved up on one side and you see something that looks metal on the edge of his head his hair is vib vibrant orange and wild looking can i tell how long he has been dead best guess it has been a couple of months. His, the skin color is faded, and the the clothing looks like it was once fitted clothing, but now it has lost the muscle mass underneath. So long enough to lose the rotting corpse smell, but still looks like a corpse, not a skeleton. Right. Rody, okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and walk to the end of the. the this area over here making my way kind of further north-ish. For reference, there's kind of a circle, so it's hard to describe directional circles northeast, southwest. So you're so taking you're Okay, I'm moving from one o'clock to noon. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say you could go off the you're going from you're you're going about noon o'clock. 
Noon o'clock. Yep. Well, while she's moving, though, she's going to quietly get Defibulus's attention and go, There's a body. What? Is she going to watch? No, there's a body. What? What body? A dead body. Where? Point out. Oh. Oh, my. He looks like he ran into some trouble. All right, what's up here? As you get up there, you find another hallway. This one has a couple of those strange, massive square build things with the glass covering that you saw in Godspell that has been smashed open and everything that was once inside is now missing. You find different advertisements in here. It's You see more advertising, but these seem a little different. You see things of the, do you know how to cast magic? No. Do you want to? The Miranda's got you covered. Join the test, the testing of the Miranda's new magic in a bottle. See your local representative for information. And you see things of like a, a person that is like, holds out like they're snapping their fingers and there's a little flame that is dancing above their finger. And then you see that same person with their back against themselves holding what looks like a little cylinder with a little button that's producing a flame. And then the the advertisement rotates and you see one person carrying a box with both their hands like a normal person would. And then you see that same person with their hand, with their arms crossed and the box is just floating in front of them. Well, that would have been tempting, you know, a month ago. <laughs> Alright, back to the group. Return since Kalila's been watching this opening. Has she seen any movement? No, it is still. But since you have been staring at this... Have you been, like, kind of staring at the body? She's been... Looks at the body. Make sure there's nothing else in that what looks to be room because the darker lines are supposed to be kind of walls and then you know she'll survey the whole area make sure there's nobody else hiding look back look at Faye survey the whole area yeah she doesn't want to be snucked up upon Kalila is very much out of her element so she's kind of on like high cat alert mm -hmm. um, give me a perception check 38 with a 38, you, you know, stare around, look, and you see a couple of advertisements that, like, come to life and then flicker out. And then your eyes draw back to the body. And something catches your eye. You see what looks like about the size of a coin hole stabbed in just at the neckline, kind of covered up by his collar. It's large enough to stick an, something into the body, but it, you can't really see what. It's discolored, maybe either burned or maybe an actual physical hole. It's, it's hard to say from this distance. She would have been, like I said, staring, surveying, staring, surveying until mm -hmm. Faye comes back. And then she's going to actually stealth up quietly to that thing to see what in the heck has caught her eye. Give me a health check. Um, heal check. 17. 
With the 17, you look close, and the skin is discolored. It looks like bruising, like post post like after-death bruising. And you look close, and you see what looks like a series of small needles that have been stabbed in or around. And then you carefully watch it, and you notice that it looks like it was... It did something to drain something out of it. The best thing you would have is, looking back at your hunting skills, how some bats and, like, mosquitoes inject something in or uh, stab into a creature to pull fluids out of. Drain its blood, essentially. Yeah. She'll come back to the group and go, something disturbed that corpse after it had been dead. And it looked like it drained something. Possibly blood. I can't imagine anything else, but drained something out of it. There's bruising on the neck, but it's post-mortem bruising. Grody. Well... That's interesting, actually. Why do you say that? Aside, well, I mean, yeah, it's interesting, but it's also very disturbing. Well, yeah, it's definitely disturbing, but it's still interesting. Fair. I mean, is it wrong that I kind of want to see whatever did it and how it did it? Okay, I'll grant you morbid curiosity. Because maybe we can learn how to do that, and we can do that too, and use it for other things, like important, useful things, not draining human blood, because that's just not very useful. Not to us. Alright. To the west? Yeah, let's check out the west. Alright, so you're going, like, all the way west? Yeah. Into the black zone. As you walk in, you see this is a little different. This looks like... You see another giant pool with water inside it, and you also see bat, like rows and rows of like plastic or a metal-looking boxes that have little tiny wheels on one side and like a little lift handle on the other, and it looks like there's some that have been knocked over, some that are just like out of place, and you notice that whatever was in here or whoever was in here left in a hurry because there's stuff like you see half-eaten strange foam containers with a something that has rotted beyond recollection and you see bags that look like they were like dropped and popped open and you also notice more footprints and you notice paw prints. Large, five-fingered paw prints are trucked through some of the, the food, like some type of vermin has come through and filled their belly here at some point. How big? Larger than a dire rat. Okay, so like one of our handprint sizes or smaller or larger or... Probably be about the size of a child's handprint. Yeah. Is Faye the only one who sees the paw print? No, everyone sees it. So now we have a fifth 
thing leaving footprints. Yeah, but that's... That's a big print. That's a bigger rat than we've seen, aside from that one mechanical rat that we fought. Okay, so Faye is going to follow the face of the clock from about 9 o'clock down to... Uh, 7.30? Yep, yep. Yeah, close enough. On the walls, you see more adverts and vending machines that... We're just going to call them vending machines, because I'm tired of trying to describe them. Machines with glass and things in them. Yes, that have been smashed open. Everything's been taken inside. But you find something glint behind one. Like as if someone had dropped something. And it's kind of far back, but there's just that ever so strange glint behind it. They will point it out and attempt to retrieve it. Okay. Kalila will have her bow on the ready just in case something pops out from behind the box. So, Faye, how are you reaching for this? I assume it's on the floor. Yes, underneath the vending machine. Man, I hate that question. <laughs> you want to use the broom handle to stick it out? You know what? Yeah, that seems that seems safer. I mean, even if there's just, you know, a common rat under there, I still don't want to get bit. She'll hand her the broom so that way she can use it as, like, a stick. It's how I re retrieve my cat toys from underneath things. Yep. I say that as the player. <laughs> you know what? I can see her doing that, too. <laughs> Can't reach your own cat toy gets a stick to get it out. Alright, so I've got... Sure, let's say I've got a weapon drawn in one hand and the broom handle in the other, and I'm attempting to fish this thing out to find out what it is. Kind of bat it to one side or something. Everybody has attempted to retrieve something from under the fridge or the stove or the table. With a stick. Yeah, you, you, guys, you guys know what I'm doing. I'm, I might be kind of sort of in a half-kneel to be able to get a better leverage on the broom. As you fish around and you you can kind of feel it and it you finally give it a nice little tap and it rolls out it's small about the size of a the length of a pencil uh about as it, it's about the same diameter as a, a gold piece there's a a strange end that's got a little tiny needle at one end and on the other end a red button the label is scratched up and worn with time, but the fluid inside is red, and it has this red and orange flicker to it, like if someone had bottled a f the essence of a flame. I have detect magic, so I'm going to do that. Alright, you, you look at it, and it seems to have the glow of magic it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel like it is magic per se but it, it definitely has magic inlaid into it magic adjacent yeah magic adjacent <laughs> okay I'm also going to cast detect poison because that doesn't seem very healthy no, it is not poisonous. Is Defibulus still just walking around with this wow look on his face, by the way? 
No, he's studying, quietly studying the stuff in the in the container and what it could be. Still wondering if he should get that watch. Alright, so I'm going to find something to kind of sort of put a cork on the end of the needle and wrap it in like a handkerchief. So the needle doesn't push out far enough for you to cork or anything. It, it's kind of lined up with the edge of it. It's almost like, um, I think they're they're the needleless injectors that we see today, where they are quote-unquote needleless. Does that make sense? The needle is not protruding like a regular syringe. It... Yes, that that's the words I'm looking for. Spring-loaded. Yeah. Blech. Um. Okay, let's... Uh... Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna kind of wrap it and put it away. Okay. Did I get anything off of Detect Magic as far as what kind of magic? What what school of magic? You would have to stare at it longer. A, a certain amount of time. Okay, I'll come back to it later then. Um, it's supposed to only be like 30 seconds to a minute kind of thing. Yeah. Right, so I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that later. And I guess... Let's go check on the weird cylinder with the up and down buttons. All right. As you guys are making your way through, you start to notice that the the lights are changing. They're becoming a little bit more of a blue hue, something more adjacent to, like, nighttime. And you hear... The current time is 8 p.m. The lights have been lowered for your enjoyment of nighttime activities. Normal light will return at 8 a.m. Thank you. A long night cycle. It must be, you know, right on the Equinox for these guys. As you guys stare at this strange tubed thing, we are going to call this episode here. We can still hear the winter storm howling outside the cabin. The storyteller looks at us and brings us a blanket and smiles. Well, 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 my friends, it seems as if the storm has rolled in, and you returning to your inn tonight may not be an option. So, stay, be my guest, keep yourself warm by the fire, and when tomorrow's moon rises, we will continue our tale. Until then, my friends, sleep well, and may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 